Hey there, folks. It's Henry here at 26 and Under, your anime review podcast. Joining me today is Gable and Matt. And today we talk about the... Uh, I was going to try and Gunslinger to Girl. Gunslinger Girls, but then I realized that I would have had to come up with two different lines. <laughs> and my brain exploded. <laughs> Henry was having a, a processing error go on <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, exactly. I blue screened for a moment. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Dial up tone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get this out of the way. This anime was uh, split into two seasons. One season done by Studio Madhouse in their early t- days of two thousand and three. The next one done in two thousand and eight by Studio. I've got to scroll down on the Wikipedia page. Artland. Matt, have you seen any other show with? two different studios oh yes it's called one punch man no 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 not that's not one punch man but yes yes that is one punch man also yes we'll end both of you (laughs) but yes there have been multiple times where a series was picked up by a studio um the people that published this that were published wanted to publish a second season uh went step back to the studio and the studio said for any which reason the staff that they had for the first season yep. couldn't do it and they weren't and the staff that they had that were available were not the staff that the people wanted so mm-hmm. they'd move to a they so they switched studios in the second season interesting um this one was very obvious oh a good one oh, for yeah, this a good one for this is the most recent season of high school dxd went to a completely different studio and is a very big culture shock because it went from okay animation to holy shit, this is good animation. So sometimes it's for the good. Every time it's going from Studio Madhouse to a different studio. I was going to say, I don't know if you would qualify this as uh, for the good... uh, for the for the greater for the, for good, the greater, <laughs> for the greater yeah. good. So let's let's get into the first impressions part the of this podcast. The greater good. <laughs> let's just get into the uh, first impressions of this uh, thing. So let's start with Gable. You have the more recent first impression. Um. So at first, I wasn't very impressed by it. Like the the shtick or like the joke wasn't really clicking with me like i don't know i guess it's the like i guess it's like part of the uh distaste i had for like canaan and uh what was the mecca one from a couple weeks oh, ago burst angel yeah like I don't know about super soldiers in anime anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I, know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can trust this. I also feel like this was like the 2003's uh, isekai genre. Yeah. Was let's, super soldiers. Let's make super. Let's, let's make. Let's make. Women let's remake things. Ghost in the Shell every single time we can. Yeah. It was either this or remaking Ava. One of the two. At this yeah. Point. yeah. Our, our podcast is shaking Gable to the core. <laughs> <laughs> So, but like later on, I started to realize that it was more leaning into like the uh, the setting uh, jokes. So stuff like darker than black, or um, My Hero Academia isn't really an example, but like 
like stuff, blood blockade. Yeah, like where the setting itself and the characters within the setting deliver way more and like the repercussions from characters and then what the setting will do to them is a lot more interesting than any sort of conflict they any sort of conflict that they had or did or like at least for this season and and he never (laughs) and he didn't actually watch second season so he doesn't know what it's like when we try to add a centralized plot to this uh, world yeah i was a terrible person You are fine. You got busy. You got away easy. <laughs> yeah, you got away easy. You didn't have to watch second season. Yeah. Henry, are we going to split this into two seasons for first impressions? Is that because no. we've almost split everything else into season so one? Season I loved two. season one. Like I just loved the premise of it because it it came it tackled an idea of like children as super soldiers, but it tackled it in a a different way. I guess a lot of times they try to do that kind of thing and like bigger groups but these were like two like pairs so it's the girl which is saved from some sort of medical Mm -hmm. situation yeah like there's 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 a tragedy of some sort trauma and then her handler which is uh super hardcore like not like hardcore like big badass but like like super cia fbi agent yeah yeah and I, I just really like the the teamwork and the concept and the concept of the show and the setting in france was super nice too it was different. Uh, Italy. Italy. Yeah, I think oh, it's Italy. 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 Yeah. Italy. <laughs> That's why every uh, episode title in season one is Italian. Listen. And, and then season two threw that out the window. I don't want to like, like offend anyone. I guess but Italian I guess my and problem French with the are kind are really, really similar. <laughs> I guess my problem with the super soldier thing was like the first episode made me feel like I was watching uh Kanan again. Oh, yeah. Or like the later half of Juose for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we the, the we fabled, can't talk about the that. Fabled though. episode that never premiered. Yeah, but um, rip in peace, rip in peace. No, <laughs> but um, like I think that was just the first episode for me, and maybe it's because like Henrietta's character wasn't that interesting. But yeah, I guess first, it was yeah. like the later, later parts of the story was. That's fair. Better. All right. So on to me then. First impressions for me. Uh, I like big world building anime like this with character ve- development being forefront and important. And that's definitely what this did. Plot being pretty much thrown out the window. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I like Blood Blockade. It's one of the reasons why I like Darker Than Black. It's one of the reasons why I like this. Trigun's good at it, too. Trigun's really good at it. I mean, Trigun also did a good job with the uh, second half of it is an actual plot. Cowboy Bebop's <laughs> another good one. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy Bebop's excellent at that. Um, um, Space Dandy. Space Dandy. But that's definitely the, the this first season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, where it's just, here, we're going to set you a world... We're going to show you everything we can about this world and build these characters so that if we want to make a story, we'll see what happens. Now, I'm going to also give you my first impression of season two. Changing the animation style this drastically hurt this series oh, a lot for me. Shock. It um, also they toned down the yeah, from what damage the seriousness from what I saw. It went from like all the girls are depressed little babies to like anime lolly girls yeah from what yeah I, they were definitely more more lolly s oh my god their eyes also, grew like three sizes yeah but also like they were they lost the seriousness of the world yeah in my opinion and like 
characters were who they're using like big ass guns right these guns that should be like actually like killing and murdering people which we see in season one like guns like you shoot a shotgun at people at a person he's going to take like a big amount of damage in season one episode one triella shoots a shotgun at somebody in the head and he gets a little tiny bullet right here i'm like that's not how that works that's not how a shotgun works she is holding a shotgun she has used a shotgun this entire time and then she shoots a guy in the chest and he gets like four holes in his chest i'm like that's also not how that works (laughs) um that being said uh Season two has a lot of weaknesses. Season one has a lot of strengths. Yep, sure does. Uh, which I we I don't know how to treat this because it's weird. This is the first one we've had where it's like where I think this is going to be one of very few that we're going to ever run into this problem of. Yeah, probably. Until One Punch Man season two gets added to this. And yeah, then we're yeah, going to have yeah. this again <laughs> where we're going to have to talk about CG bananas. CG bananas. <laughs> Let's go, boys. And, and the desecration of one of my favorite fights. Because I, I, saw, I saw a Metal Bats fight. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Don't, don't, we'll talk about that off mic. Okay. So let's go down to the characters. So first off, we have Henrietta, who is the, the first f- girl that we get introduced to, and the main. I, I would say I would say main character because like effectively the main character of the first season. She's as much of a main character as you can grab at. So I like, would like to point out the first she's, season. She's in the promo art for everything, so I'd consider her the main character. Except season two, season two, Triella is in all the promo art. Hmm. Um. So in season one, Henrietta is one hundred percent the main character. Um, she has she is almost the focal point of almost every episode, or is in almost every episode. Um, season two though is more of a ensemble cast, I- ignoring the person that can't be in combat because we want to have people shooting guns in every episode. Yep, which made me really sad because she's one because Kleiss is probably one of the more in depth characters in this entire series. Yeah, she has a lot going on. But we will... Henrietta is very dependent on Jose. Uh, She, she, unlike all the other girls, goes through very little what is called conditioning, which is brainwashing to keep them obedient and hitting their marks and everything like that. Because Jose does not feel that that is necessary. Feels like we should actually just be talking these into their... Part, just it the really pairs, be mostly the pair, yeah. Instead of the because that's how, we, that's how we always see them. Yeah, because individually they're they're kind of like one note characters, but the pair is where the you real know. like character is. Exactly. So like Jose is trying is kind of treating her like a younger sibling, um. But Henrietta sees it more of a like father yeah. or person that she looks up to or like yeah. a father figure this is one of the more caring relationships that we see uh jose treats her out to things yeah gets and her like more gifts this is this is the one like question i have with this sort of setup like uh-huh. i understand the whole like android girl thing because like Jap- japan's weird but like why are we treating the children like children uh it might just 
it might just be what the it, like, it, it's honestly the writer wanted to have characters with depth and yeah, feeling. yeah but like i don't know you're like, right in it's a, a big question mark because like it it's a I government agree. agency like it'd be different if they were mercenaries or something like that because then like there's no real i think i think because like advocating for it like in kind of Almost getting a little off track. It, because it's a government agency, I guess they want to have some semblance of natural. Like they want them to be able to interact with the world normally when mm. they're out. So having them be more them human, more human at like makes I don't know. Them I guess more. I guess I'm just used to like government agencies treating like robots like paperwork yeah. and not like actual people because most of the time they're paperwork. Like kids and teenagers that are. Like obviously, like non-emotional stick out way more than hu- than adults that are non-emotional. So that's probably mm. why. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Henrietta and Josie are they're one end of uh, the partner spectrum. Spectrum, I guess. Yep. And then we have Rico and John. I wouldn't say they're they're kind of in the middle. Oh, like kinda, we have yeah. we have the extreme of the other end. That's not actually like important characters. They're only there for like. Uh, three, two episodes, and then they die. Oh yeah, Rico was uh, crazy because uh, what was it? She was uh, she was uh, willingly signed over, right? Yeah, she w- she was willingly signed over. Um, Jean treats her very poorly, but he treats her still like like he still is nice to her at times. So it's not it, he like out. Like, it, I think I think he realizes she's a job. Yeah, and not like a person, but he still treats her like a human being at points too. He's not just like, oh, you go. Uh, uh, I hit things. Hold on, mouse needs to go over here, <laughs> away from where my hand is because I talk with put my that hands. keyboard away too. Keyboard goes over here near <laughs> Henry's feet. He won't kick. Maybe <laughs> visual gags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Jean is more, um, Jean's also from, uh, French. I think he's not actually Italian. Yeah. Um, he is more liquid. (laughs) Um, you're awful. This it's like, it's weird. I don't know if I can actually like peg Jean's character because he's like, he's very stern towards Rico, but at the same point cares still. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't care about Rico and treats her like an object. He so so he's revolver ocelot later on in life. I hate you, <laughs> and you bringing up a thing Henry doesn't know what, what we're talking about. You and you're bringing up Metal Gear in the not Metal Gear. Well, you didn't even bring up Metal Gear in the Metal Gear when we had Kanan. <laughs> no, I did. Oh, I 100 percent did. Okay, I don't remember. I was just like, it's that. just Metal Gear Solid Two. <laughs> Okay. Uh, John's also the head of the their specific agency as well. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was I was thought that was Hillshire. Hillshire felt more like an in charge person. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why. Um, but Rico is very very dependent on John, and and like kind of doesn't have a like. Is kind of more mechanical than yeah. all the other girls. Like she, Rico is more what you would, what you were probably expecting, Gable. Yeah, yeah, she's more of the monotone robot because Jean is keeping her at a distance, but still keep, but still making sure not too far of a distance. Um, 
Then we have Triella and Hillshire, which is this is actually a father and daughter. Yep, yep. <laughs> like Hillshire constantly buys her teddies and she's like, ah, I don't want any more teddy bears, but I'll keep mm. it. Mine. Hillshire got yep. it for me. Um Tri- Triella is also very competent, also has had the least amount of modifications done to her body. She still has more human parts than the others. Yes. Yeah, because she she's she's like one of the phase one runs, right? From uh the point. first phase one one is uh next, which is Angelica, yeah. which is why she has all the problems. But uh Triella is kind of the older sister of the bunch. Exactly. Like, she's she's the leader, she's in charge, yep. she keeps everybody kind of her stories, or just her interactions with uh, the group, and uh, especially her interactions with Hillshire, were probably my favorite out of the entire series. Like out of out of all the pairs, uh, watching her and Hillshire interact were ones I enjoyed the most. Yep. Uh, next up, we have Angelica and Marco, where Angelica is the first ever of these girls. She's yep. the prototype. Um, she is kind of out there spacey at times mm-hmm. um that's because she's slowly and slowly losing it yeah because she's got alzheimer's due to her being the yep. first and, and as such marco uh appears very uh emotionally detached from them and almost like just gets upset and leaves her and but he but it's because he's he has he, to teach her the same thing over yeah, and over again. He, he's literally dealing with... He's having to retrain his killbot every few months. Yeah. yeah. And it and it's crazy. But at the same point, like, he do, it's not... It, he's also mad because he's watching a child go through something she shouldn't have to be going through at age, like, exactly. 12. I mean, that, none of these children should be killbots, Matt. Yes, no, but <laughs> when you watch a child going through Alzheimer's and forgetting every th- everything every month, yep. like, that Matt, kind of... it is Alzheimer's. Okay, I don't know how to fucking say it. Shut you up. Alzheimer's. <laughs> Alzheimer's, okay. Uh, I guess that's what I liked also about uh, Tri- uh, Triella and Hillshire's thing, is that uh, Hillshire really cared for Triella's... Uh, conditioning well Mm -hmm. uh conditioning and her uh physical condition like well-being yeah uh he wanted her to get it as go through as little as possible so now we get into the real question so we have all these characters with pairs what Uh, happens when somebody loses their their uh their handler handler? uh this is where we get to kleiss kleiss uh had a handler her handler thought he could get out there and tell everybody about the uh agency that's get that's taking children and turning them into killbots he gone yeah yeah what 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 do now with girl that is bonded with me, with this dude that dead well we keep her around keep her the, around we Make, keep her around for the well-being of the rest of the gang yep. well keep her around and do run tests on her because we can do to do tests on her because she's not going to see active combat anymore yep she's going to be the uh control yep uh she has a lot of character depth and her intri- her origin episode is quite possibly my favorite episode um, because you get to watch her develop and then you see that the conditioning erases some but not everything. 
because you can't completely erase all of the like feelings from uh well yeah that's part of henrietta's thing too right like uh in the first episode she like went off the rails because somebody said something that was like one of uh her murder her family's murderers said if i remember correctly it's been a second yep yep but that is the effective cast of this series. This is a lot longer of a cast than we've had in previous series. Yeah, it is. Um, that being the case, because there are two characters equal one character, and we kind of had to go through all of them. So let's discuss the plot. Um, season one is super episodic. Like you, effectively. What? highly episodic highly episodic thank you you effectively can watch everything but the last like half out of order and be fine uh i don't even know if that matters well you you have to watch the elsa episodes in order and then you have to watch the end three episodes in order yeah but like you can watch the three the elsa episodes together then you can watch any other combination of episodes yeah yeah, yeah. you can watch the ending yeah like it it can be what's important is that the ending is the ending yeah the ending has to be the ending because it is very much a it felt like an ending it's and an it's ending <laughs> and it's one of the reasons why i do not like how season two is because I've, season two just ignores it i watched the ending and then i was surprised to remember that you said there was a second season <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, it also feels funimation is not nice about uh where the second season nope. is well because it, it's a different series technically <laughs> yeah if it's from an older time, I feel. Because like all their other ones, if they have second seasons, they're actually listed there. But Funimation had this season one and season two separate. Yeah. Um so I put down the first episode. Uh I liked it a lot. It gave you just enough of the world to really like it gave me just enough of the world to really get engaged. Uh it gives you um Henrietta and uh her handler jose jose it kind of gives you a little bit of their dynamic which was super intriguing to me and then uh yeah explains that there's a that in this world it uh the government is fine with taking girls that are almost dead and turning them into cyborgs italian government is okay with taking (laughs) yeah you're right those fucking italians (laughs) fucking italians Uh, mama mia um Henrietta's entire family was, was was murdered. <laughs> yeah, she almost died. Uh, uh, I'm horrible. I, for, I forget which girl One it was. One person. Uh, she was meant. She was uh, physically ill since birth. So her family signed her over. Yeah. Uh, one person was uh, involved in a hit and run. Uh, one person. Her parents tried to kill her. Yep. Yeah, they filed filed an insurance claim on her and then tried to murder her. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. These are all people were like. Life was basically over for them. Yep. And then they got picked up by the government, and then government said, turn them into a killbot. Yeah, this yep. is what your life is now. Go kill people. Except for you, Kleiss, because yeah. you are you had too good of a person to train you. He had morals. Yeah, but it was sweet. Uh, the, the episode gave you a little bit of the organization. It showed a, like all the, the girls. It wasn't necessarily all the show the episode wasn't necessarily all in the single time order which yeah. was neat it would like move the time plot then like give you a bit of flashback and then like move the time plot and then give a little bit of a flashback actually nothing about it there was a slight 
plot going over along because we get introduced to um the, the mob boss in the second season that's the entire plot of the second season in the first season the, oh yeah i guess that's true i forget his name because second season made me hate like 90 yeah, percent of the villains yeah <laughs> um but the revolutionary forces start to show up in season one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're the government. They're dealing with anybody that is anti-government. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so next up, we uh, it was Gable that chose this one, which I think is just the oh, actually the boyfriend? second episode. Oh, that's the uh, the one in the hotel, right? Yeah, it was yeah with the bellhop. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, she had to take a hit out on some dude at like the opera or something like that. I forget. Uh, he was the main head of a political party. Uh, this one was interesting because uh, everything had been government ordered, but this one was more of a political favor. Yeah. And uh, she meets this kid named Emilio when she's staking the politician out because they don't want to take the hit out just yet. Yeah, they were taking the, the hotel itself. Yeah, and uh, she meets this kid and tries to have Jean teach her how to play... An instrument. Was it the piano? No, it's the violin, because he the saw violin. because they all carry um, violin cases with their oh, guns yeah, in them. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Some of them do. Okay, Not some. Everyone. But the ki- but Emilio saw that and was like, oh, you must play violin. But so she just, wanted- it was just her weapon case. Yeah, yeah. She wanted, to, she wanted to learn how to play the violin for Emilio, because she was like... Emilio is interesting or whatever because they're like adolescent children. They don't have a whole lot of uh, emotion. Yeah. Well, not emotion, but like if it's not towards the organization's goals, they tend to not have the time to do other things. Yeah. Yeah. Henrietta was interesting because she was encouraged to learn to play an instrument. And so, uh, Rico was like, I'll take this opportunity because Emilio is really interesting and I'm a child, so I don't know much better, like anything better. That's where you're right, kiddo. That's where you're right. <laughs> and then what happens when the bellhop accidentally walks into yeah. you murdering so, all the... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So she, she, has to take, she has to take the, out the operation and a uh, bunch of people are fucking murdered and Emilio uh, shows up. And uh, he has to die because he's a witness. Yep. And she just cold turns to him and I goes up. Was not expecting her to follow through with it. Well, she's as, uh, and that's where you learn. That's she's, where you really learn. Yeah. She's just more mechanical than the than Henrietta. Like we saw Henrietta. Henrietta has like emotions and like hesitates sometimes. Like this Rico, is this, yeah. like this episode demonstrates the like. The level of uh, thoroughness and uh, like, dedication that they all have. The yeah. baseline for what these killbots are supposed to be doing. Exactly. Like, Henrietta fucking murdered a bunch of mafia men yeah. in the first episode. Hen- and, well, like, yeah. Henrietta shows more emotion to everyone else, like, in the organization, but I feel like it shows a baseline of what they're all going to do. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it shows you... Henrietta taking her like P90 or whatever the fuck it is and just fucking murdering people and you're like okay that's a thing but like Rico's episode really just demonstrates that it's just cold blooded like well yeah just what we do I think it's also the I think it's also the first episode we or the only episode I think that we see them kill an innocent civilian that had nothing to do with the dude was a suspect he's paperwork now well, yeah, yeah. He's but, not innocent anymore. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, a person that was not, like, a member of the uh, 
No, no, he no. wasn't planned. The, the yeah, yeah. yeah, he the, definitely wasn't planned, but he's not innocent anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I is mean, unfortunate to talk about this yeah. poor child in it, this way. But yeah, like in the in it, the eyes of the government, that boy is paperwork. You're right. And he in, must go away. In the eyes of the government, that boy is paperwork. In the eyes of a person that has morals, <laughs> that per- they killed <laughs> a person that was just doing their job. Yeah. It's true. Um, so next up, we cho- uh, Henry oh, chose uh, Triella's episode. Uh, so in this episode, they uh, Triella and her handler Marco, right? No, Hillshire. Hillshire. Yeah. I think Marco's Marco's the... Angelica's. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, her Mario. And Hillshire are classed with going to go pick up a mobster whose name is Mario, who's trying to get oh, out. That that's right. Hillshire had met earlier in his career. Yeah. Because he had to come back into town to testify on on court for something for the stup- for the plot point mafia yeah. boss. But this is more where we get uh, Triella's kind of background. We get a little bit more information on the program that like it's gone through multiple stages. Yep. Because Triella is going through puberty, basically. But the other girls but don't even girls don't experience have, it. Yeah, they don't have the biological components to go through it really. Uh. But it was super interesting. Uh, you get to see Hillshire's. Uh, you get to uh, mo- uh, closely more understand Triella and Hillshire's connection, and and for that matter, you get to see some of the connection between the other two. Yeah, because a lot of Triella, whenever she's interacting, it's not just Triella and Hillshire. Most of the time, her episodes that are her focused episodes, she interacts with all the girls. Exactly, which has always been nice. So yeah, she's like the big sister of the. Yeah, group. So after this, we get to one of the ones I picked. I picked two, and they were literally one episode than the other episode, uh, which was Kleiss's, uh origin, where we get to see her handler, who is the most moral compass person a person could yeah, be. He, he goes, they're fucking doing what to children? I don't care if they're going to give me my legs back. Somebody's got to blow the whistle on this. I'm going to I'm going to be a good father though. I'm going to be a good father to this girl. I'm going to teach her to fish, going to teach her the garden, going to give her a ton of books, be a good father. Now I'm going to go try to risk my life to tell the world about this place. Your handler's dead. You're getting your memory erased. But she still reads books and she still goes fishing and see she she still does uh gardening. Mhm. Almost as if the the amount of nurturing he did still affected her in some way, which is interesting. And it's a very, very nice kind of optimistic look, even though it's still dark and sad, sad because you're watching a little girl having lost her father, not being able to mourn her father because she can't remember he existed. Uh, and she now has to live in literal testing as a test tube or testing ground for whatever they want to do. Yep. A lab rat. Lab rat. There we are. <laughs> I was like, a test tube. Matt, excuse me. For, brain was they not are working. cool, but they are not that cruel. Yeah. Uh, so now we go to Angelica's origin where we this entire thing starts with focus on Marco, who is her handler. 
and his entire and the fact that he was discharged from the special forces because some some shrapnel got in his eye, making his eye blind, making him blind in one eye or something, which made him unfit for military duty. Um, he gets what that we also find out how they get you into the um it, to be a, a handler program. yeah is hey you you be a handler for us for like five ten years we've got cyborg replacement parts for you they work we got these little girls here that have all these cyborg replacement parts that we know work yep we'll get you a new eye we'll get you a new leg we'll get you a new heart whatever you need yep uh he ends up, and we get a lot more onto like his fam- familial life and everything because he had a girlfriend slash fiance uh, who ended up breaking up with him when she realized that he was that the thing he was working for was the was way worse than he was letting yeah. on. Um, and we get to watch a cute scene of all these hired trained killers for the government writing a children's story. It's kind of cute for this for girl, a little bit for a little girl, and then you're and then and I it, remembered the war crimes they were all committing. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking assholes. Yep. Uh, and then the series starts to take a very sharp turn as he realizes um, Angelica is having meant like her her memory's not working as well as yeah. like a normal humans would. Well, what happens is a. Uh, He's confronted about his particularly cruel methods to while treating with her. Yeah. And he eventually reveals that, well, the reason he's so disconnected is because he has to retrain her every three months or so. Yeah. Because she can't retain her memory because her memory is of all the treatments. Yeah. Well, also, she was the first one. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. And so they messed around with something in her head, in her brain, and it click this problem and now she can't remember anything past uh past three months yeah uh which is really 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 fucked yep um and i really apparently i really like the two really dark episodes (laughs) but they're all really dark in their own ways yeah then we (laughs) this series so weird because it has it's really really dark but it does it in a very different way than what I'm used to. What? Just by like outright showing you or do you mean kind of, but like at the same time, like it might be really dark, but like, but like the characters, all the characters are still like light for the most part. Yeah. The characters aren't going, yes, this is dark. They're going, yeah, "Yeah." they're like, yep, this is what I have to do. And then it's like, cause like all the, just like all the girls interactions just with themselves. If you just took those and separated it from the rest of the show. Yeah, it's it looks like different. It looks like a happy Moe girl anime. Exactly. With no nothing bad happening. Just tea time. Yeah, like when you <laughs> when you told me that we, I would be watching Gunslinger Girl, I thought I was getting into like action, silly guns and little girls. To be and fair, I was like not excited for that. Um, I have to put up an apology. I was wrong about where that meme came from. Uh, I yeah. that's what, have to find it. I, yeah, I was like I'm pretty sure that art style does not fit this show. I would have fit season 2. <laughs> it would have fit season 2, and that's for sure. <laughs> speaking of speaking uh well no, we still have to finish up 
So we had two arcs that were effectively storylines in and of themselves yeah. where they took more than one episode to complete. So after we have this whole opening that shows us five girls, five girls, five girls, um, they introduce a sixth girl. Elsa. Elsa. She is the opposite end of the spectrum from Henrietta and Jose, where Henrietta, where Hen- Jose shows a lot of compassion and sympathy for Henrietta, doesn't condition her all that much. Uh, Elsa's partner, whose name escapes me because he's unimportant. Uh, Elsa's partner is also a transfer from uh, Sector One. Oh yeah, that's why he's also an asshat. Gotcha. Gotcha. He's that, a that's why transfer a from the department that they're from the section that doesn't like their section. Yeah. That's also why there's a whole conflict with the other section sector in. Okay. In the second in, half. In the, f- or in the second half of this arc. Okay. So he, um, he treats, he treats her at a very, sh- uh, very far distance and, She's try she's like longing for attention and like trying to always get his attention. Yeah. To the detriment of herself most most of the time. And so and this is best shown in a scene where she and him are in a car driving to the mission. She tries to talk to him and he just goes, "No, that's stupid. Shut up." And then they sit in quiet for a little bit. There's a little bit of music playing and he just turns up the volume and it's just like yep that is all i need to know about their character relationship uh so they go through they they uh he requests help from joe from jose and uh henrietta to assassinate this minister because they need two snipers to do it uh as they're getting it as they're both as they're in the sniper position both guns trained on him uh elsa is having is not paying attention at all and having problems so he pulls elsa and has jose shoot Mm -hmm. uh which completely just devastates elsa to her core because the person that she's been putting up as on this high podium is telling her you're not good enough yeah and then the episode kind of ends with with that kind of uh feeling then we start with the next episode elsa and uh her partner are dead yep (laughs) which is where we find out where we find out um the cyborgs have one weakness you shoot them in the eye they they die real easy yep because that's the only fleshy bit left so uh if you can shoot the last fleshy bit you can also hit the brain yeah (laughs) as it turns out turns out uh (laughs) really hard to stop the to make the eye hard to pierce back to the brain yeah and you yeah, need the brain because of, of how many optical nerves there is Turns attached your, to your brain your, your, yeah. or, your orbital socket is just hollow so yeah. <laughs> yeah there's so uh she has this giant gaping gun wound in her eye and the other dude has a gun wound in his chest uh sector one sends out an investigation team to go figure out who, what, happened, what happened what happened yeah uh we have henrietta and uh jose going on a little vacation because they were uh mandated to by the higher ups because yeah they don't want uh them knowing what happens yeah 
because it'll uh, because they're soft or they're thought to be soft. Um. So we have. I mean, to be fair, Jose always looks like he's distraught. Oh, I mean, <laughs> if you can tell him apart if from can, Hillshire. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> the There's only- literally a shot of the two of them next to each other, and I couldn't, without context, tell them apart. <laughs> it's a good thing that their English voice actors are very different. Yeah. Because I would have never been able to. Yeah, know who but was like, I don't know. Jose always looked distraught and just tired to me. I mean, he was he's tired of everything. I mean, <laughs> you work in a business where you have to have a eight to ten year old girl kill people all the time. You you try to be uplifted and happy about this. Yep, it real hard. Um, so through their investigation, they decide to go follow the people investigating from sector one. Decide to go follow um or follow up with. Those two, because they hear that uh, Jose and Henrietta don't do conditioning as much, and that'll help them understand maybe what happened to Elsa and uh, uh, her partner, whose name I'm still forgetting because he's not important. Mm-hmm. So when they get there, uh, they they have this fun interaction. Uh, the girl member get, grows attached to Henrietta. Henrietta gets her purse snatched. Henry almost Henrietta, um, Henrietta almost kills the fucking guy who stole her purse. Stole the wrong purse, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, How the fuck did you get down here? <laughs> yeah. Henrietta. Uh, so through all this talking and this interacting with them, Henrietta starts to real uh, finally dawns on her what happened to Elsa, and she goes, "I know how that. I know it how it happened." And she goes, "Elsa." All of the girls effectively love their handler. But when your handler doesn't love you back in some way or form that you can understand, how would you react? And she go- and she explains that she would just take a gun, shoot her handler, then turn it on herself and go, cut. Mm-hmm. And that's what Elsa did. That was... I mean... <laughs> That was good enough for the investigation and enough evidence pointed towards that, like that well, they, 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 they took it. Well, sec, uh, sec, well, the thing was, was that sex, the sector one people were like, well, we, we can like report this. And then he, the sector, the lead investigator was like, sector two's already dealt with all the evidence about that. Like it, they've made this look like somebody came up and shot them from behind. There's no way we can actually like get them on this. Yeah. Which is true because we because one of the first things they saw was they got the bullet they got the ballistics report and they were like, "Burn it! Yep. This can't be made. This can't be get get to sector one or else we get shut down." Uh so yeah, after that, because the nice, director for sector one is an asshat. Yeah. So after <laughs> that, uh, nice uplifting, woo, series of events. We go to Angelica. Going de- going way farther down into not remembering anything mm-hmm. to the point where at uh, so they go on a mission. Uh, they had Clay uh, sent as a decoy instead of uh, famous instead of like a poli- politician's daughter or something yeah. that she looks like. She purposely gets captured. Um. So in this, we are also introduced to characters that are more important in season two, but we don't care about them. No. Uh, 
and and also it's hard to remember what they that they who what they look like because they look completely different in season two. Yeah, I hate this art style change. Uh, so Angelica and Henrietta and Rico all break in, kill everybody there. Angelica uh goes uh, or as once they get in. Angelica just books it upstairs to go save Kleist because she's like, Kleist needs saving. And I'm like, Kleist is capable, like all of you. And yep. everybody's like, where, where is she going? Mm-hmm. What is she doing? And this is where you start to see her mental state degrading um, because she's not thinking on the subject of, yes, kill all the people. Kleist will be fine. She's like, got to save Kleist, got to save Kleist. Yep. Uh, she gets hit. Uh, trying to save Kleist. Kleist saves her. Uh, she's in the hospital, and uh, this is where you start to realize that her m- mental state is degrading rapidly. It's not just like, oh, every three months I have to retrain her. It's more like sooner or later she won't remember anything, anything past five minutes. Yeah, and she will be completely useless. Um. And that's that's even something that kind of happens where Henrietta at one point in the final bit is talking to her. She's like she, they're having this conversation, and then, and then like near the end of the conversation, uh, Angelica just goes, "Oh, Henrietta, when did you get here?" And you're like, yeah. "Oh, that's that's where it's happening." Oh, and this series does this big ending scene where there's comets going on they're playing uh beethoven uh they get to watch the meteor shower yeah we have a meteor yeah. shower we have nice. we have like this whole scene of marco reading the story to uh angelica and angelica falling asleep yep. and it kind of could be implied that this was her passing on yep is a good ending to the series period dot. I will never get to know what season two looks like because I don't want to know. You have the best ending. I okay. Have, I have I have the good ending. You have the I, good, I ending, the in good the ending in the visual novel. So yeah. <laughs> apparently critics claim or I because I was reading up on this critics uh, enjoyed the second season because it had a more focal uh, more focused plot and was which it did but they criticized that it had a problem that the animation change was very abrupt and uh drastic which it was i will say for a plot i would have rather you just kept it episodic than do this plot so the big plot is um, here's this game uh well we so we had this mobster the entire first season yeah this this guy is kind of running the mob in italy uh we get introduced to his hired killer which is an entire episode with no not a Pre- single pretext. one of them yeah no gun none of the gunslinger girls it is all about him i'm like okay this is a boring episode i don't really care because this isn't the selling point of the show yeah it was awful and then we get his two lackeys that were in the last arc of uh, the series, which are pretty much a they they just build bombs for the person, and they're being used as like uh, as like partners to make sure that the assassin doesn't get caught. 
apparently. I mean, they do typical lackey things. Yeah, they're just lackeys. Um, And you're watching this, and they're getting all this character development. Like, these characters are all dead by the end of the season. And guess what happens? They were all dead by the end of the season. (sighs) The the worst part was they set up a rival for Triella where he beats Triella, and I'm like, if he lives through this season, I will be surprised because oh, yeah, it was that was super nice like finding someone who could like fight them yeah somebody that beat them and then yeah. it's like trailer just fucking gets him at the very end i'm yep. like then what's the point what was the point of having a character who is at their level to just kill him off like that oh because we can't have if we wanted a th- potential no. third season. We can't have that character existing because it's like, why did they go through this route instead of just hiring this guy? I think they wanted like physical tension, like character, like they wanted action compared to all the political tension that they were building in season one. I think that's because the studio that did this wanted thought thought this was more of an action show than it was. Yeah, they were wrong. Um. That being said, it still holds some of the things, though I have a really big problem with when they reintroduce Angelica and she's fine. And I'm just like, you can't do that after the huge ass bombshell at the end of season one with Angelica and just be like, yeah, now everybody's just like, oh, she's fine. Also, why is Marco blonde? Just randomly, yeah. And why is his white and why is his ex now got platinum blonde hair? Why? Listen, man. Some character choices weren't necessary. <laughs> Mar- Marco went off the deep end. Yeah, <laughs> he went through his midlife crisis. Him and his ex both went through their midlife crisis at the same time. Dyed their hair. <laughs> it, it's po- it's totally reasonable, man. It, some characters had such drastic changes. Like the two oh. characters that I said were in the end of season one. Their characters' designs changed so drastically. I didn't remember who they didn't know that they were in season one. That is how drastic of a change characters had in this art style. Henrietta still looks pretty much the same. She just has bigger eyes. Triella looks pretty much the same. Just has bigger eyes. Uh, Rico actually doesn't look that different at all. No, but that's because Rico already looked like an anime character. Yeah, she did. Uh, Angelica just has bigger eyes. And then you get to some of the males, and they're like, "We, you know, Marco looked too similar to other people when he didn't. He was a big dude with glasses. None of them looked like him. Why did we make him blonde? Why did we not just change the hair color of Hillshire so that we could actually tell them apart? Midnight crisis, min, min, uh, midlife crisis, Matt. Marco lost his shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, what, it's what we don't see in between seasons. Matt. It's, it's, it's what he did when he left uh, Angelica's." Uh, hospital room was he went to go dye his he hair he went to go dye his hair immediately <laughs> gotta gotta get this blonde <laughs> gotta get this blonde maybe it's what he does to relieve stress man he just changes his hairstyle yeah, yeah he's just like <laughs> oh man so he's, he's just ramona flowers <laughs> yeah every every five minutes i've got to change or every five five no months, this I've joke change. was funnier in black and white <laughs> <laughs> all right all right time to discuss animation we're going to separate this in season one and season two. I mean, we just kind of did. The You're right. Animation season one. Woo. Nailed re- it. Relatively <laughs> fluid, even for 2003. It was. Yeah. Season two. Really stiff for 2008. 
It was just really stiff period at time of recording i am currently watching an anime that aired at the same period of time as this and it is fluid it doesn't feel nearly as choppy like what else what else came out in 2008 full login full metal Alchemist brotherhood was that 2011 that was 2012 2012 yeah uh code geass gurren login uh this um fuck uh death note yep like you have so many flourishes of animation this thing just feels like this thing feels like it should have been the first season's level of animation and the second first yeah, season feels like it should like have been the second been, they almost should have been swapped <laughs> like for animation quality it was awful it feels so weird yeah uh the character designs so like the character designs might have been like a little like similar for some things in season one but they felt more natural than in season two. Yeah. Like, at least they were consistent. Exactly. Like, I can go all day about, like, the how to draw your own manga art style in season yeah. one. But, like, at least they're consistent. <laughs> they were very. <laughs> and it's not actually <laughs> the full, complete how to ca- how to draw manga where they extend the eyes to be, like, almost the entire face. Yeah. Look, Powerpuff Girl eyes, they're funny. They're cool. They have their place. But when I had an entire 13 episodes of, oh, these characters look like normal people, and then, Jesus, why are their eyes like three times the size? Yeah, it was awful. Uh, music was fitting the... Season one. It was fitting the Tone. Uh, setting and... Oh, setting the, and tone this and op setting. and ed were oh, they were so good. nice for season one <laughs> season two was very disjointed <laughs> season two felt like an anime yeah it did that actually you know what this is the problem i have season one feel does not feel super anime to me yeah like season one season one felt like i was watching a show it was yeah. more of a show like as someone who watches a lot of shows <laughs> as someone who watches television as, as somebody who watches television season one felt like television season two felt like anime yeah it did like i guess that's the biggest thing that we we, we can say like that i'm gonna say about this is that is a very accurate representation of both of these seasons yeah and that's that, that's not to say like anime is a bad thing it's just like when i'm watched like cowboy bebop does not feel like anime a lot of the time no, it still it is, and you can tell when it is, but like, yeah, and like, I think that's another going off on a slight tangent here. Yeah, no, I think that's like part of the reason why some of these live action anime adaptations that I'm hearing coming up aren't all that bad, but it's mostly because of the shows that are just like, yeah, this is a show that a bunch of like normal people watch for the show part. Yeah, weird. It, it's like Cowboy Bebop is probably going to be fine oh, because Cowboy Bebop is going to be great. It's not an anime except in certain parts, and but, they don't need it to. But be. Dragon Ball Z was bad because it was an anime. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z was bad. Dragon Ball Z was Dragon Ball. What? What or, are we talking about? <laughs> you you yes, pulled it out of, of his consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Into what? the deepest, darkest parts of his soul. <laughs> you know what, though? All things aside, because this will probably be out before we even get a trailer of it. I trust Taiki Watiti to do Akira. 
I'm. Is that just? I thought that was just. It's rumored. confirmed. He's doing oh, it. Yeah. He's doing it. And it'll be out in 2021. Oh, can't wait. I I believe in that man because he's also said it's in Tokyo, so it's Tetsuo. not whitewashed. <laughs> Cut it out! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Henry. All right, Matt. Know where I want this? All right, scroll down. All right. I want season one as a B. Okay. Season and one season is a solid is a D. D. <laughs> okay. I'm, I was going to agree D. with this. Therefore, I have. Yeah. No. It, like, I was like, maybe we just make this like a, a C. But no, like season one is a solid B and season two is like a solid D. <laughs> and I, I'm going to say this is not going to be something we do all the time when we know. But it, there's it's such a drastic change in between both of them. Like here, do you, do you want to make it easier on yourself so you don't have to like, oh, Write their stupid name. Just just go Gunslinger Girl S one, oh. so you don't have a whole thing sticking out. Eh. And S two. That way, it's easier to like look at when we scroll past it later on in the season, and it's like twenty six episodes are in D. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, all right, what? No, <laughs> life oh. would never be that bad. <laughs> Right. I need some stretching for time. Matt right. forgot to do a thing. We again. can't. We can't. I gave him time to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting here painting yeah. figures. Randomizer wouldn't random us into 26 bad shows. All, or really 20, weird. 20 you, bad shows all at once, right? You have high no, 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 hopes. So like we've, we started with we've already got like six done. We can't well, random into like four bad shows, how right? Have we randomed? We've only ran One. two this We've season. Two? Two. Oh, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't random into like 20, <laughs> right? We can't random into like 20 Ds and Fs, right? Like, our luck can't be that I bad. Be on, I will be on suicide watch yeah, if that's exactly. the case. Yeah, exactly. We can't, we can't be that bad. You know, I shouldn't be making this joke considering the last episode <laughs> I was in was myself. <laughs> was you getting mad about, about uh, potential suicide about problems? Suicides, yeah. 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 No. All right. All right. I'm going to have to hope that I edited this after we randomized last time. I, I think, think I did. did. I don't think I did either, but I'm going to hope I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I win. What is this? No, no, no. Matt, no. No. 100% we're, I win. No. I know what this is. We're doing number two. No, we're not. Wait. I need Matt. to know. No. I'm we blind. need to do number one. <laughs> Please help the poor man that cannot see. <laughs> Henry, listen, I know listen you to want me. Samurai Shampoo really bad. What? Samurai Shampoo stays at number two when we get another time. No, what Matt. is this? Get Matt's weird thing. Matt, <laughs> Matt what is what's it? his weird thing? What is it? Naruko san, another crawling chaos. Wait, what? Gable, no. listen, hear me out. No, Henry. it is the fifteenth anniversary of Samurai Shampoo. No, Shampoo. we need Henry. to do it, Matt. No, Matt, listen, Matt, no. we have to hear do it. <laughs> no, it is the fifteenth anniversary of Gable, Samurai Shampoo. Gable, you won't even be on the next episode. I'm being on the next episode. <laughs> Gable, no, we are doing number one. Sh Samurai Shampoo can wait. Samurai Shampoo can't wait, Matt. It lines up perfectly. I'm going to fight both of you right now. This Matt. had to happen when it's literally <laughs> my one of my favorite stupid concepts. Matt. It literally had to happen in it when it was my favorite stupid concept. Matt, it has to happen. Only when it's my stupid <laughs> concepts do you guys 
ever want to go against when it rolls. No, we do. We do you this for posterity reasons. <laughs> you son of bitches, go. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. Both of you are full of bullshit right now. <laughs> yeah, I hate. I we hate. just we just have to schedule this on Friday. Friday morning, I do this before hmm. I go to work. I hate. I hate you both. I was so excited. We're we're not randomizing that next week if we're doing this. Sure. That's Good. Fine. Matt gets to have his stupid, his, his stupid silly your, thing. Your silly thing. Yeah. The, okay. But our next episode is Samurai we, Shampoo. You just want to do we this because you want to guarantee that. Don't, don't tell do. Robert that we didn't <laughs> random this. He'll <laughs> learn at the end of the next episode. He'll learn, but we need to give him that hope. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the light in his eyes. <sighs> All right. Samurai Shampoo. For those who have never seen it, <laughs> Fu Kasumi is a young and clumsy waitress who spends her days peacefully working in a small tea house. That is until she accidentally spills a drink all over one of her customers. With a group of samurai now incidentally harassing her, Fu desperately calls upon another samurai in the shop, Mugen, who quickly defeats them with his wild fighting technique. Utilizing movements re- reminiscent to that of breakdancing. Unfortunately, he decides to pick a fight with an unwilling ronin, Jin, who wields a more precise and traditional style of sword fighting and later proves to be a formidable opponent. The only problem is they end up destroying the entire shop as well as accidentally killing the local mattress's son. Uh, it's set in an alternate Edo period of Japan. It follows the journey of these three eccentric individuals in an que- epic quest full of action, comedy, dynamic sword fighting, and all set to the beat of unique hip-hop soundtrack. Okay, Gable, we're going to say a name, and this name is going to always be in our S ranks every time we see his name. Because this is Shinichiro Watanabe, mm-hmm. who always always delivers on good anime so good soundtracks uh, the animation dude is really important watanabe is really important don't get me wrong i love space dandy as much as the next person i love everything Watanabe did because Watanabe also did cowboy Cowboy yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) so this man is known for like amazing anime the dude in charge of the soundtrack Mm-hmm. Specifically, the OP. Yeah, I think his name is Nuwabes. Yeah, uh, he is a progenitor of the lo-fi slash like jazz hop like genre, genre. that's like kind of <clears throat> taking off on YouTube. And uh, he sadly perished, or <laughs> perished, passed away. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> passed away in a car accident in 2010. So, and Samurai Champloo was the last like official project that he worked on. So like, and Samurai Champloo is, I believe 2006, 2005. Damn. So started in uh, spring 2004. This is a show I've always wanted to watch start to finish. Wait, you've never actually watched this start to finish? I've seen episodes. Oh, okay. okay. Because Blue. you've watched Adult Swim, yeah. Yeah, but I've never actually seen it from start to finish. I think so. Everybody. I've, I've seen this three times 
all in dub. <laughs> I think this time, just because it's the 15th year anniversary, I'm going to have to watch this in Japanese. Oh, no, I... I, I have this to watch. This is not like Cowboy Bebop where I can't not hear no, it. Sorry. I'm sorry. Every time main character is voiced by Steve Bloom, it has to be watched and dubbed for me. I don't care. I do not care. Steve Bloom is one of my favorite voice actors. I will I will give you, you will watch in Japanese. I cannot. Yeah. Physic- me physically cannot go. You know what? this? I, because I watched it in Japanese. Before I ever, before I could ever get access to its English dub, because at at, at a dark point in my time, I had the Yarhar all the time to watch anime. Yarhar fiddle dee, <laughs> living the life of a pirate is free. Yeah, we do what we want, but pirates are free. Uh, pirates are free. We are pirates. <laughs> since being it. able to pay for, we butchered that song so hard. <laughs> Since being able to pay for my own streaming services that are pay for the streaming services that allow me to support the shows anytime that it's got an English dub that I really love, I just can't not watch the English dub. And this has one of my favorite English dubs of all time. It Granted, is really good. Yeah, yeah. It is 100% like really good dub. Like it's not like this where I was like it's not like Gunslinger Girl where the dub was like very awkward at times and very hollow. Yeah. But like you have this is you have, I think, probably some of the strongest voice actors in the business of anime voice acting in this anime doing their best. Yeah, because like so you have you have Steve Bloom as Mugen. Let me just go find the cast. Yeah. It's way easier if I just go. Uh, we have uh, Jin is Kirk Thornton, who is very prolific in a lot of English voices. Carrie Walgren, who is uh, Haruko Haruna in FLCL, is, yep. is yeah, yeah, was- Kasumi. Um, then we have... Uh, I don't know Steve Kramer that well. Jameson uh, Jameson Price. I know him. He's in Gurren Logan and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, because I know in the Japanese uh, dub, from what people tell me, is that a bunch of the side characters that start showing up are voiced by old samurai movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actors. No, 100%. Wow. So, yeah. like, that's like perfect. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. I just found a, char- I found a character and he's voiced by Wa- Norio Wakamoto. I'm like, fuck. That's actually like... A good reason to watch this anime in Japanese is just because like, Norio Wakamoto's in it. So he ta- he I'm plays a talking dog in Planet With, and it's like one of the best roles he's ever done. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I think I have to watch this in Japanese, and uh, we'll probably do something else for it. Actually, now that like Henry brought up that this is the 15th year anniversary, like I think this, like. We've thought about doing Akira stuff for this year because technically Akira happens this year, <laughs> 2019. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like the problem with doing Akira is Akira's just a movie. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. that's like, like if we wanted to really give Akira its credit, we'd have to talk about its manga. 
Yeah, and that would require me to that would require break it. from one piece. Yeah. <laughs> that would require <laughs> you to break from one piece and require everybody to collectively read read, read. Akira, <laughs> which is longer than you think for it only having a movie. <laughs> so it's six volumes. Oh, my. Six volumes. That's this really it sounds really easy. No, that's quite a bit of reading, there, actually. No, 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 no. This is the most heavy reading a manga is besides Death Note. This thing's huge. Like, jeez. Like, the massive. Books, the books are like that. I love reading Death Note, too. This, the author is, sometimes there is no, like no talking, and then when they're doing dialogue or anything in Akira's manga, walls. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a whole there's a whole politics angle and like the children are more important. Okay, we're extended. getting way off subject. Cool. <laughs> so you guys and everybody but Robert know that next week will be Naruto san the uh, the crawling chaos. Matt was super excited because he got to have his weird silly thing. But they are giving. I am outvoted and. We won't have this hostile takeover. <laughs> we yeah. won't have this happen too often. No, not too often. This is this is very important. Hey, listen, Trigon was two at one point. <laughs> yeah, there was one episode last season where Trigon was number two. I was Trigon on here. I thought Trigon was fifty episodes. And or one, it was uh, Gunsword. It was Gunsword. Yeah. I always mix those two. Up. And one of my favorite anime was number two. <laughs> also. Gable had to fight the fact that Blood Blockade was like number three, like yeah, two yeah. weeks ago or something like that, <laughs> yeah. or like a few episodes ago. No, but like this one is just one of those ones that we have to like. Okay. I, I'm again, <laughs> I am not fighting you guys. I accepted it. Yeah, you were. Like, this is, this is like us. Cowboy Bebop showing up at number two. Yeah. Like, Matt, this stop, is one of those like you take the opportunity because it's there. Matt. Put your hand. Put your fist down. We're not Stop. doing this again unless it's Cowboy Bebop's anniversary. <laughs> nah. You guys literally brought up, oh, this is the anniversary. I was like, fine, we'll do it this year. Matt, put the weapons away. <laughs> Nunchucks down. <laughs> Bow staff away, Matt. <laughs> All right. All right. That is it for this podcast, this episode of 26 and Under. Uh, this has been Matt. Gob. And Henry. Signing off. I'm now going to kill Go- Gable with these nunchucks. He's now going to kill Gob with these nunchucks. Excuse you. Got to catch these nuts. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Real quick, forgot Ooh, to say. You can also watch it on Hulu. Okay, cool. Real quick, forgot to say where you can watch this. Uh, you can watch this on Hulu and Funimation. And I think that's it. We didn't really do a extensive thing, but we realized that we didn't say anything in all the excitement of getting Samurai Shampoo and the argument that ensued. Yep. All right. Yeah. Now it's actually time to say bye. Yeah. Hulu has the sub and the dub on it. So. Good. All right. Bye. Gob.